Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment like music. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Oh, no. Okay, nothing. I thought I just lost a story, but I just found it. This no, is kind of cool. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. You're my buddy, boo. <laughs> I think it is right. Um. Okay, so this is kind of neat. If you are a fan of Kurt Cobain, Nirvana. Oh, yeah. Uh, passed away at the age of 27 back in mm. the 90s. 95, yeah, 96. Yeah, I can't believe right. it. I still remember hearing the news on the radio. I do, too. I was in my car, and I remember driving. I was on 494 and going, what? Yep. Uh, Yeah, that was a big deal. That was a huge deal. Well, his childhood home has been declared. 94. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. A Washington State landmark. The current homeowner is also planning to turn the home into a museum with private tours available uh, starting early next year. Hmm. It's, uh, let's see, he lived there from 68 to 84, long before uh, Nirvana was formed. And it's a one and a half story house. I'll link this up for everyone in 30 seconds. Um, It was a one and a half story house officially approved for the Washington State Department of Archaeology and Historic Preservation's Heritage Register, which preserves culturally important buildings. Now, this guy can't make it into a full-blown museum. That's why he's only doing private tours. And their goal is to make the house a tribute project to his early life and career with museum detail. So the next chapter is just how to make it happen. This guy purchased the house from the Cobain family in 2018 for $225,000. Original furniture from the Cobains remains in the home with input from Kurt's sister, Kim, uh, being considered for the museum. So that's kind of cool. Be interesting. Yeah. We've got one of those in town here. Prince's home is uh, available for tours. So good. That tour, they did a really nice job with that, don't you think? Yeah, I've been a couple times. and Yeah, I think I've been there four times now. They have a new exhibit out there where you can see all his shoes. When I, I just uh, Oh, that's right. I just saw John Bream at a private party this weekend. From How's the Star he doing? Tribune. Good. He says that the shoe exhibit's pretty cool, and you should go check it out. Check it out, yeah? Yeah. Take yeah. it from John Bream. You Personal got friend it. of me. 
Mine. Name nice. drop. That's, does that count as a name drop? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, locally, time. definitely. Um, by the way, even more than locally. I now then just go in this little, you know, black hole about Kurt Cobain's passing. And um, because when that happened, oh. 94, I was 11 or 12. I was just getting into like Nirvana music at that time. Um, I remember I had a friend, Garrett, who would play it and like introduce me to some Nirvana. But, and then like seeing this. They have his suicide note and just like oh, wow. took his own life. Yeah. And it was the electrician found him. And oh man, it's just a lot. Yeah. And this is not the suicide house. This is his childhood house, which is. Right. Yeah. Less morbid. Yeah. I think he was out of there by the age of 16, maybe. If I got it right. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's cool. If you're going to be traveling in that area, that would be Seattle. Sure, let's go with it. Aberdeen, is that where they said it was? I'm sure yeah. that's near. I'll go. I'll Google that. Oh, thanks, Rocco. I'm really good at the um, You're great Google at Google. Maps. You're a good Googler. He's a good Googler. Um, Aberdeen, Washington, and uh, yeah, that's in the Seattle area, right? Okay, maybe we're gonna go I with don't that. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit. Um, I'm gonna go southwest of Seattle, closer to the ocean. Okay, nice. Um, guys, I checked out that Rick Rubin, um, docu-series on Paul McCartney. Oh, same. Yeah, we can talk I about it. I watched one of, or most of one episode of it as well. And? Um, so Rick Rubin's a bit of a free spirit, is he not? Oh, for sure. He's uh, barefoot. Barefoot. <laughs> at points, he's just like sitting on the ground his beard is as long as Priyanka Chopra's train <laughs> on her veil or whatever it was. It was just, but I, I found it to be very offbeat, but also rather interesting to watch Rick Rubin talk with Paul, Paul McCartney as they broke down songs. Then you heard things in the music that you just took for granted or didn't really mm-hmm. hear before as Paul was breaking it down. Very inside. Uh, very inside. inside. If you're a huge fan, you'll definitely want to watch this. I mean, I love how, I love these shows where they go in the studio and go into the original tracks and they're like, hey, let's pull up, you know, just the guitar. Right. Let's pull up just the yeah. harmony Just vocals. the vocal, yeah. yeah. And it is pretty fascinating. And it's kind of weird to watch Rick Rubin, who's kind of a big deal, just like... Yeah. Be in awe of these masters and of Paul McCartney. Yes. Oh, you can these totally... are like the holy grail of pop music. That's right. You know? Exactly. So from that from that point of view, it's really interesting. I'm a I'm a I love the Beatles. I love Paul McCartney. I love John Lennon. But I, you're hesitant about this. It's what? kind of boring I'm for mean... the actual normal viewer. Yeah, it's, you have to boring. appreciate inside baseball. Yep. And you approaches. gotta really love the Beatles. And in fact, in episode two, they do some wing stuff. They break down Band oh. on the Run. Yes. They talk oh, about how cool. we recorded it in Lagos, which is what Nigeria, I want to say. And um, he tells some interesting stories about going to Africa and and going to oh, see yeah. Fela Kuti. And That's right. Tape stolen and um, oh. yeah, you're right. You gotta be a Beatles fan. Yeah, because it's it's not <clears throat> the presentation. <laughs> Excuse me. Is not. It's not very riveting. It's very. It's, you know what? It's kind of like it's kind of like director's commentary on DVDs. Most people who watch the movie don't care about the thing that you almost did there, whatever. But if you happen to hit just the right person who really loves the movie, mm-hmm. they find any more information that they can get on it is great. 
is enjoyable. Yeah. It's just the conversation is very low energy. I think it is too. Mm. I kind of wish I would hear more from Rick. Rick is just sort of in awe of He's Paul. just a fanboying he really all is. over the place. Um, and Paul is just being Paul and telling Beatles stories. And again, like my 10-year-old is on a huge Beatles kick right now. So That's this awesome. is really fun for us. But you're right. You've got to really like the Beatles and you kind of do need to like the idea of what goes into making a record and what... You know, that it's not just four guys with guitars and drums. It's these layered vocals. It's like right. these two, you know, there's three or four guitars. And the, the genius of George Martin, who was their producer, right. really Absolutely. comes through. Honestly, yeah. though, I had never seen Rick Rubin before. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. No, oh, I had never seen him before. And, I mean, you just pull up a picture of him and you tell me that that's not Jim Gaffigan wearing a ZZ Top <laughs> costume. <laughs> I really get that vibe. But, yeah, he's just sitting on the floor at points and just... Yeah, he's he's a weird dude. He's got like a he has a bus on his property. Yeah. I thought I saw a documentary or he was on uh, I mean, a CBS Sunday Morning a lot or something. Of money make he's ma- he's made some groundbreaking records through the time. Absolutely, I think he has a place Chicks, in Hawaii in Santa Monica. He just like lives on the beach and walks barefoot on the beach like two hours a day and produces records when somebody comes. to Yeah, him. he's got. I can't remember what the bus is, but you go in there and there's like recording equipment. It, that's where his recording studio is in this old, rundown bus. Um, I don't know if it was Bob Dylan's huh. or what, but anyway, uh, really interesting. But just be forewarned that it's low energy mm-hmm. and it's very slow moving. Like if they were, if the people doing talking it's black about it, and white too, isn't it? In black and white, yeah. the first oh, one. Oh, I'm least? sure that's Paul are, McCartney's okay, doing. Yeah, yeah. He's probably like soften the light uh-huh. on me. I mean, he's a good looking man, but he's a man of a certain age. I would do the same thing. He's I'd be gotta like, be in his late seventies or something, right? Yeah. I mean, he he looks fantastic. Yeah, Rick really... Rubin looks like he's 150, but he's only 58 years old. He's like, I don't even care about the lights. I am really hoping McCartney tours one last time because I, I want to take my son. Oh, he God. is yeah. 79. Wow, wow. He looks fantastic. Um, and he still sounds good, too. So that's very cool. By the way, MTV turned 40 years old yesterday. Happy birthday. Oh, my gosh. I might Crazy, do right? some MTV uh, trivia this week. I <gasps> oh, that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, let's yes. talk about MTV sometime because uh, I got some thoughts on that. Yeah. You know okay, what? Why don't we? Okay. We'll, why don't we listen to MTV when they first signed on? Okay. Is that we have? Let's that, do. Yeah. We'll do that after the break. Okay. Um, also, I have a story of uh, an item that we tried purchasing online—a used item. We wanted to save money. It has been a nightmare since we got it, and then yesterday we had. This good Samaritan stopover, and he is just a legend in my mind. I'll explain this bizarre story when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Uh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Uh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. 
You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Good morning. Welcome back. Happy Monday. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show with Donna and Steve. Yes. That's us. Uh, and yes. that guy. You ever seen I Love Lucy? Yeah, but that's not how that's not how this song goes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it goes bum 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 bum. Which bum, one ripped? Bum, one bum, of bum, them bum, should bum. have the other in court. I think it was "I Love Lucy" that came first, right? <laughs> that reminds me of when Vanilla Ice was like, "I didn't sample Under Pressure." Right. That song goes ding 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 ding, ding and mine goes ding 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 ding. It's like okay, WNBC, WNBC, WNBC. Um, oh, good times, guys. Let's uh can we listen to a little MTV when oh. MTV first signed on 40 oh, so years exciting. old today? It's their birthday uh, today. August 1st, so yesterday. yesterday. August 1st. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And uh this is what it sounded like when MTV first clicked over and was a channel you could watch. Five, four, we've gone for main engine start. We have main engine start. I didn't see the. I mean, I didn't see it as it happened. But I don't. I don't know. Remember where you were in 1981, Donna? But I remember my friend went to his dad's house in Michigan, and he had cable TV. Ooh. And I was in like fifth grade, and he came back and said, "I saw this thing called MTV. They show music videos like all day and all night. I so saw great. Men at Work. Who can it be now? I saw this and that, and I was like, "What is this magical yeah, thing?" I remember the earliest videos that I remember are remember Gary Newman. Here yeah. in my car. I got that in cars. So here's the cool thing. If you want to see what MTV looked like, this is all on the internet. There's something called archive.org, and they like sort of take internet things and keep them and other things too. But you can watch the first four hours of MTV. Oh, oh that's fun. And it's pretty fascinating. Um, oh my I've gosh. watched it. Like a, I, got, I got a hold of this uh, last year maybe and watched it. It is pretty fascinating. Was it to all watch. music videos? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. And um, they, you know, it's basically they had a VJ, Mark Goodman. It ran like a radio station. The only difference was it was videos. So there would what we would call a Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A music clock. You'd have an hour and you'd see what was coming up. Like, okay. say I was the DJ. It'd be like, coming up this hour, the latest from Pat Benatar, Gary Newman, and we're also going to get to the Buggles. Um, Although the Buggles came first. That's right. They were the very first uh, music video ever shown was Video Killed the Radio Star. Right. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. The the first few are, it's a weird mix. I'm looking at it right now. It's the Buggles, Video Killed the Radio Star, then a Pat Benatar song, then a Rod Stewart song, then a song by The Who. Hmm. I remember all these early ones. Yeah. Pat Benatar's Hit Me With Your Best Shot was like a really good overplayed video yeah just like you have overplayed songs on the radio for sure yeah but boy yeah i mean mtv was and then basically when my dad got cable then i was just the biggest mtv guy and i would sit there with a vcr and tape songs when thriller the thriller video came out there playing it at the top of the hour and it was 15 minutes long and you it was so exciting and you taped it so true and and it was such a big influence on radio playlist because if somebody saw the video they would call. So I started working in oh, radio sure. in 1986 and I worked on the um, <clears throat> request line and people would be like, can you play? And the song hadn't even been released to radio yet, but people wow. were seeing it on MTV. And so that's was influencing requests for those songs. Want to hear something kind of funny? Yeah. Yes. So please. you heard the sign on and they showed the astronauts landing on the moon. Right. And does the astronauts landing on the moon seems like so long ago. It does. But in 81, it was only 12 years oh previous. Gosh. So for uh, it, somebody was like on Twitter was like, for us, 12 years ago was like Obama's inauguration. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. Or like second inauguration. It right? feels like a million years ago. <laughs> right. But yeah, in 81, the man on the moon was only 12 years before that. That's so wow. weird. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. Didn't he stick like an MTV flag in the moon? Am mm-hmm. I remembering this yeah, correctly? So, right? yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, um, and by the way, uh, Rolling Stone put out a list of the greatest music videos of all time. I have linked this up for you at mytalk1071.com. Coming in at number one on that list, what do you think? Of all time. Uh, I would go videos with either, of uh-huh, all time. Take on me or thriller. Wait, are these the most watched or the best ever? These are the best. I'm gonna say there's a band that does these really elaborate videos, and I cannot oh, yeah. think of who. Okay, go or something. Okay, like go. That? Is yeah. it an okay go one, Donna? Uh, let me check. It might be on the list. Although uh, MTV stopped playing videos by then. Yeah, it was, they were more YouTubey. Yeah, good point. Um, um, they have the 100 best. I've only got the top 20 here. Uh. Yeah, give us a hint for number one. Um, is it not Thriller? It's not How about, Thriller. Uh, that was such a take great on one. That is on the list, but it is not there. Hmm. Uh, Billy Jean is on the list. Oh, okay. I can't believe Thriller didn't make the top 20. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was epic. Number one is Beyonce. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm done with this list. Oh, Formation, but listen. Oh, for me, I was going to say single ladies, maybe. I thought it was all no. the single ladies. Oh, no, and no, then no, no. number two is Johnny Cash and Hurt. That was like, okay. you just could that's, not look away. That's Rick Rubin, right? He produced yes. that. Yes. There you go. Um, number three is Vogue by Madonna. Uh, sure. Yeah. Number four, if this was not in the top five, I was going to be so mad. This is America 
This is a that was sure. <laughs> that is such one a, of the best videos I've ever seen. Gripping music video to watch. And number gripping. five is New Order, The Perfect Kiss. Okay. okay. Like Sledgehammer did make it too. That should be there. That's early days of MTV from Peter Gabriel. Perfect All right. Kiss. Uh, Come on, I've never even heard of that song. Right. And if Rocco hasn't heard of it, it's crap. Yeah, it's yes. never been a song. Call us now. Play a game. 651-641-1071. We're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We're playing it next on my time. You know what's tougher than working out? Working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. All right. I think we're tied, Steve. I think that's how it works. Yeah. We can just be tied forever. forever. All right, let's just be tied. Every yeah. day it's a new it's a new game, okay? I like it. Let's do it. Kick it. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Rocco B. <laughs> I want to see how smart you are. All right, we think we're tied. It was 69-69 at one point, and Donna was up like 73-71, and we think Steve came back. It's, I think it's like 73-73. Yes, queen! All right, so we've got Katie on the phone. Let me pull up Katie. There hey, she Katie. is. Hey, Katie. Hey. Katie, where are you right now? I'm in Maple Grove. Nice. Are you at your house, place of work? I am at home working at home. Nice. In case the boss is listening. Um, exactly. I love this. Uh, by the sound of your voice, Katie, I'm now going to guess your age. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Okay. And I believe that you are 41. No. I'm 38. Oh, I was going to guess that you were in your close. 30s. No, yeah, don't say Within three that years, someone... that works. Yep. I still, I think, uh, in a carnival, it's like guessing weight. You have to be within three pounds, I think. <laughs> you can't go over, though. Okay. All right. So, How much do I weigh? A <laughs> hundred pounds. One hundred even. You're right. Yay! I knew you get that one right. Always the right answer. Uh, well, Katie, listen, you just sound lovely. We're happy to have you on the show. You have a good energy. It offsets what Donna's sort of given off today. And so who would you like to team up with? <laughs> Me or Donna? I'll go with Steve since you think I weigh 100 pounds. Yeah! That's hey, like I a... said 100 Shut pounds! Shut up, Donna! Get out! Whatever. We don't even I didn't even tell is. you the topic. So we're Sorry. still going with Steve. Yeah, Katie. So anyways, this is, our, this is our first show in the month of August. So I found some pop culture things that have to do with the name August, or perhaps a variation of August. Maybe a Gus. Maybe an Augie. Okay. Okay. So All these right, are bye-bye. pop culture things having to do with the name August. Okay. And Steve is the uh, the player. Donna's gone. Wait, what's going on over there? Sorry, Donna left. Okay, Donna yeah. left. Donna left. We had, we had to get her out of there. We got her out of there. Okay, she's, she's fine. Um, I'm putting the Katie on hold. I've okay, Katie. Steve good here. luck. I'm going to win it for us. Okay. Um, so again, these are uh, pop culture things having to do with the name August or some variation of the name August. Okay. Okay. Ready. We'll start with this ready. one. A playwright once based in St. Paul. Who wrote Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Fences, and The Piano Lesson? 
August Wilson? In 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, how did Augustus Gloop meet his end? He fell into the chocolate river and then got sucked up into that chocolate tube. Colin Hanks played Gus Grimley, a Duluth police detective, on season one of what show? Fargo? All right, so we've got August Wilson falling into the chocolate river yes. and Fargo as your Bonus answers. points. Augustus Gloop also uh, famously bit the microphone, didn't he? I think you're or, right. Or was He's... it his father that they were like, what do you think of your son? And he just <laughs> I think ate you're the right. microphone. Because he was chubby. He was, uh, he was, that was We made jokes like that yeah. in the 70s. Okay, I'm bringing Katie back. Hey, Katie. How do you feel hey. about Steve's answer? Is August Wilson, the guy who wrote Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, your thoughts? I didn't know the answer, but it sounds like he was really confident. So I'm going to say I that. was not. <laughs> I totally grasped at that. If that ends up being right, I have no explanation as to how. <laughs> All right, the second one. What did we say for the second Augustus one? Augustus Gloop fell into the chocolate river and got sucked up the tube. Your thoughts? 100% right. Yes. yes. And then Colin Hanks played Gus Grimley, a Duluth police de- deputy, in season one of what show? Steve said Fargo. Correct. Okay. Good. All right, We're Donna. Good. All right, Katie. Donna. I think All right, Donna's coming in. Donna's coming in. Hey, Donna. So, Donna, were you able to do what you thought you were going to go and do? Yeah, for sure. Great. Donna went potty during oh, that. Me, a big girl. Yeah, and she disgustingly pointed as she left, too. She was pointing. I wanted me. you to know where I was going. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's why the mic was turned off. Yeah. Okay, Donna. Okay, Rocco. Okay, Katie, I'm putting you away now. Steve uh, answered three questions. I think he did pretty well, so we'll see how you Don't do. Don't tell me how he did. Okay. That makes me nervous. These are things having to do with the name August, perhaps a variation on the name August. Okay. And they all have to do with popular culture. And here we go. Okay. Can you name the playwright once based in St. Paul who wrote Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Fences, and The Piano Lesson? David Augustine. Augustine. In 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, how did Augustus Gloop meet his end? Uh, I'll get back to that. Colin Hanks played Gus Grimley, a Duluth police deputy, in season one of what show? Fargo. And the second one is he he ate something that he wasn't supposed to and got sucked in by a machine. Sucked up by a machine. You know, that's pretty close. Yeah, that, that was a little... I mean, if we were each coloring... A picture. <laughs> I think I colored in the lines a little bit more than you did, but still, I I like where you were going with that. However, David Augustine was incorrect. It was August Wilson, which Steve got. I cannot believe that I got that. Me I, either. You know what, I, Steve? He's also a Pittsburgh guy. He was like half Pittsburgh, half St. Paul. Oh, and I think Fences Just like was... You. Thank you. Fences was either shot in Pittsburgh or set in Pittsburgh, I think. I don't know. I could be making that up. This is um, a glorious day. I can't believe I got that. I have no idea. I have no idea how I got it. That must be somewhere deep in the recesses of my subconscious mind. I learned that. I've seen none of those things, nor did I ever read up on them. Well, I, uh, Katie, I don't know what else to say except for the fact that you're a winner because Wait, you were meant to win today. Well, basically, you guys are both right on the other two, but Steve got 
August Wilson Wright. Uh, Augustus Gloop did, he fell into the chocolate river trying to eat it. He did get sucked up into the tube, which you sort of got right. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say he drowned in the river, but he didn't drown. No, he got sucked up the tube, and then the, the mom asked, where does it go? Or the dad asked, where does it go? And he said it was the... You know, waste or something. What did you? What did you say? I said the chocolate river, and then he got sucked up into that tube. All right, he pretty fun. much nailed it. And then yes, Gus Grimley was on Fargo season one. He was really. I also good heard he comes too. back maybe um, later in the series, but Ooh, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I with... want the tiebreaker. Okay. All right. I'll go. I'll go double or nothing. Um, and Katie can be part of this too. Um, this uh, band had their debut album had mm. something to do with August. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I um, think Augustana Don, Donna's ready to pounce. It goes like this. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Crack Counting Crows. Oh. Yay, Donna wins. Steve loses. La, 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 Sorry, Katie, you're a loser. <laughs> you <laughs> we'll lose still that. give it to Katie. Hi, Katie. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, this this, go, uh, this album it's was called fun. August and Everything After. Great album. Donna wins. Katie, the only I want to be. I have by them. I want to be really clear about this, okay? Even though you're, you have the voice of an old, broken down, sort of <laughs> oh hag. God. Whatever, whatever. You know, you are a winner. I love you, and we are buddies forever Steve, now. Okay. Broken hag. Did I say no, broken? No, she has a really pretty voice. Broken down hag. Yeah, that wasn't that. good. All right. Sorry. I think she sounds very attractive. She, she's okay. Cool. Don't tell HR. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, she sounds. She has a beautiful voice and a beautiful spirit. Amy, bless Katie. you, my dear. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Katie. I'm sorry. Bye. Oh my gosh. Katie. Bye, Katie. Don't hang up, Katie. Katie. Don't hang up, Katie. I Ron, made it weird. Katie, Ron. Crap. All right. Would I think you things like... started really good with Katie and me. I would like to hear your story. Let me tell you this quick. Okay. We tried to buy like a Power Wheels thing for my daughter for her birthday. Okay. For little for little Lila. And my wife did all this searching, and then she found one online that was a two-seater and came with a radio. Like, you can get my talk on it. A real working oh, radio. Neat. Really cool. Cool. And um, anyway, we got it, and the person said, well, it needs a new battery. So we're like, fine. We get it. There's a little bit of juice left that first day so she can go down the walk, and then we need the new battery. First to get a new battery. Doesn't work. It's broken. It's the wrong connector piece. That was my fault. Cost like 75 bucks. Have to then order a second battery. And in order to send the other one back, there was a restocking fee and a shipping fee. So we would have, you know, swallowed up like $40 and just giving them back this battery that doesn't work. We get the new battery. It connects properly, does not power the vehicle. Long story short, over the span of the last month, <clears throat> maybe more, my wife has purchased a new pedal. Uh, a new steering wheel, all of these things for a Power Wheels thing that is just supposed to work. Is it? Did you buy it used? Did we you bought say? it used, yeah. trying okay. to be smart about it instead of dropping like four hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah, I think she spent one fifty on it, something like that. But it has not worked since the day we got it. Now I get it. Buyer beware when you buy online. You buy from somebody else. They said the battery doesn't work. Little did we know there's something else that doesn't work. Sure enough, she goes on to just a forum the other day and says, look, we've tried everything. If anyone knows, if there's a good Samaritan out there who knows what might be going wrong, point me in the right direction. Otherwise, we're going to buy more motors and all this stuff or just throw in the towel and buy a brand new one, having just eaten several hundred dollars. There's this guy. I don't even want to, I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to blow his identity. Let's uh, come up with a name. Let's call him Vladimir. And Vladimir reaches out on this forum and says, I can come and take a look at it. 
And then he says, I can come and take a look at it free of charge. So we're waiting for him yesterday. We don't know. Is Vladimir going to come? Will Vladimir be there? We don't know if Vladimir is coming. Did you have a time? He just said, I, I will try to show up sometime on Sunday. I'll, I'll let you know. And then we get a text from Vladimir. Again, not his real name, saving it for his own identity and anonymity. Then we get a text from him and he says, I'll be there in an hour. Now we're all waiting. Vladimir's going to be here in an hour. And we're waiting for Vladimir to get here. Then finally we get a text. Vladimir is who will be arriving on a motorcycle. We're waiting on the street. And then down the street comes Vladimir, not wearing a helmet, wearing sunglasses, like a, a creation of the Internet, like a fictional character. And then he just gets off like a badass and comes up with all of his Russian strut, just looking cool like he was here to save the day. This guy spent no less than 45 minutes in our driveway taking apart the power wheels, trying to get it to work. Trying this, trying that, trying this, trying that, trying this, trying that. Pulling out bags from the saddlebags on his motorcycle. He was unable to fix it. <laughs> he said, I do not know. He said, I think it might be It might be this one piece. Oh, he no. said. So now he told us the piece to get. Lewis ordered the piece. But I have to tell you, oh. the good Samaritan that just came like Ralph breaks the internet, came out of a computer down on our street on a motorcycle with cool glasses, and he was so gracious with his time. He was lovely. That's he really was sweet. To fix it. But anyway, we're going to see if we can finally fix this thing. We should have just bought a new one right from the beginning. Did you give him like a beer or drink? I, he, he was like, tea? I wish you guys luck. And I said, here, I gave him a 20 and said, this is gas money, something. Just thank you for even Aww. coming out here. It's incredible. That's really Oh, my sweet. gosh. He just, when he came down on that motorcycle, sunglasses, and he was here to fix our power wheels. Yeah. It's just incredible. Wow. All Thanks right. for sharing that. Yeah. I'm going to take off. No, no, no. I nope. know. Nope. I'm nope. kidding. I'm going to stay. Uh, I have a little bonus music news about Nickelback. And uh, we make fun of Nickelback a lot. But I really credit them. There's something kind of cool that they're doing right now, a cool way of going about it that I think... All of us will be like, yeah, I wish I was more like Nickelback. I'll explain how when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Want a bench press? Yeah. yeah. But I'm Nickelback. He's going for Max. I never really noticed. He says sorry, kind of like a Canadian, because oh, he is he one. Yes. It's not like you to say sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. A lot of people around here say sorry. Do they? I'm sorry. That's some of that Canadian bleed that we have. Yes. (laughs) Shows in. Just just say new band bleed. How do you say it? I say sorry. Sorry. Yeah, like orange. No, no. You don't don't you bring up orange. You say orange like like a weird person. South orange. Orange. I mean, you're. West orange. You sound like Seinfeld's mother more Uh, often than you think. Yeah, but if you think about it, sorry. It's not S A R R Y, and you, you're saying they're probably pronouncing it correct. Sorry. 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 All right, Google. Sorry, Gord. Could we get some Google here? Oh, no, here it comes. All, all right, all right, all right. Where's sorry. the grammar police? Sorry, sorry. Oh, Sars. By the way, I've thought about <laughs> centaurs in a moment. Oh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> I do. Okay. Is it, I think I've okay. got it here. Centaurs. Oh, that's British. I have American. something about centaurs in a moment. Oh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> I do, yeah, yeah. Uh, here goes. Sorry. Sorry. Here's British. There's no Canadian button. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. it's sorry. It's sorry. No, sorry is wrong. Oh. Last week we had this conversation because we were saying, is it centaur or centaur? Mm-hmm. Sure enough. 
Then we do this whole thing about Donna is kind of attracted to minotaurs, right. which are bull heads and human legs or something <laughs> like that. One time and you're labeled for life. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, quote, I'd hit that. I mean, it was just one of her worst moments in a book full of them. Anyway, I uh, am watching Netflix last night. My daughter, six-year-old daughter comes in. I said, what do you want to watch? And then she just goes flicking through some Netflix kids options. And it's this whole brand new show animated about centaurs. It's called like Centaur Land or Centaur. Wow, that's weird. Centaur Friends, something like that. Anyway. What? How, we were supposed to talk about Nickelback. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I put it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they are, they're working on a new album, guys. They're working on a new album, okay? And I get it. You might be thinking this is not an album that we need. But, you know, there are a lot of Nickelback fans for for whatever we say about them. And I know they know that they're sort of the butt of people's jokes, but they don't care. They're laughing all the way to the bank. But on NME.com, I think it's a music site, they were talking about the fact that, and this is what I think we will all appreciate about them, and we'll have us all saying, I wish I was a little more Nickelback-ish. They are doing it entirely in their time. They're recording it in Canada. They're they're Canadian. And they uh, they are doing it all on their own. They, they're not working with a label. They own the studio situation. They're using all of their own money, fronting everything from their own wallets so that they don't have to answer to anybody. No, probably because they can't get a label to that. I mean, no. I love the spin. No. Donna, come on. If I was a label, I would back Nickelback right now because I would know there's enough, you know, guys who used to wear carpenter jeans who will buy the album. They'll buy the album. I actually like them. Here's your Nickelback. I was listening to a, a podcast today about 90s music, and they were talking about how, like, Gin Blossoms. Love. They're always just going to be a 90s band, and the way that they're always going to make money from here till they die yep. is by going on, like, 90s nostalgia shows and festivals. You know, so it's like, hey, here's Gin Blossoms with Toad the Wet Sprocket and Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, it's awesome. And Nickelback is probably going to do the same. They're going to make millions of dollars playing the old hits at nostalgic festivals but nobody's really going to buy their new material ever well listen mike kroger brother of chad who is the bassist in the band mike is they asked him about a release date he said it'll be done when it's done Hmm. he says he doesn't doesn't want to be confined to a time scale for fear of making a crappy record okay I would like to now hear they're it. worried about making crappy records. Hey, Rocco! Uh, Rocco, do we have look at this graph? Um, look at this photo. Yeah, of course, man. I got everything. Well, no, me. this is actually... No, this is, oh, sorry, this is, sorry. This is the, a YouTube video that is the greatest, and it is uh, a, a parody of that. Instead of photograph, it's graph right, by I gotta, Nickelback. I got to Google that. Uh, yeah, I go to YouTube, YouTube for it. Okay. It's, uh, look at this graph. It's one of my favorites. They uh, say... We've been blown up by deadlines in the past lots of times. This is what Nickelback is saying. We're doing a Nickelback beat. Look at this graph. <laughs> I love that. Oh, gosh. I think that's how a lot of people hear them, too. <laughs> and he's basically holding yeah. graph. That's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. How do you say funny? Now, Donna, you hear it when you say orange, right? You understand you're saying it weird. I don't realize it till after I say it, and I go, oh, crap, I said it like that. It's okay. Yeah. Just embrace that you're an East Coaster. Yeah. 
Just no, I've, I've, been a, I've been away for so long. You're away, you're away, you're away. But what do you say? Orange? Orange? Orange. I have a friend that like has... Like Florida. Some, how, do you say, how do you say horrible? Or H-O-R-R-I-B? Horrible. I say horrible, so but I used horrible. to say horrible. I know a friend that has, says, that's horrible. You know who who uh, I feel like pronounces it that way is Ellen. She says Hilar- Hilar- hilarious. Hilar- also. Hmm. Hilarious. That's hilarious. Rocco, do you, uh, do you remember this a couple of years ago when Donna brought in old audio of her... <laughs> as a high school student or a college student, no. grilling this like little eight-year-old girl, and she Donna's accent, Rocco, you wouldn't really? believe it. Donna, you have to bring it in again. I think it's on my phone. Okay, we'll have to is pull it up right? because she is saying things like, "Okay, I'm going to do this hypothetical. Are you ready?" So there's a druggist. <laughs> okay, he's a dr- you know what a druggist is. Should he be saving more money? Do you even, are you follow? I'll do it again, okay? It's really, really a thick, thick accent. Oh, my gosh. To the point, she kind of sounds like Bernie Sanders. Oh, do we have it? Yeah, I have a little. You can. Because there's a time when Bernie Sanders, old video of him when he was like an early Vermont senator in a park with kids saying like, how many of you know what cocaine is? (laughs) Okay, here's a little. Turn it up. It, it's broken. Okay, you send me. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Send okay, I'll send, send it to Steve right now. You can right send now. it to me. Use that little arrow button. We'll play it when we come back, Rocco. It is a brand new side of Donna Valentine. For those okay. of you out there who haven't heard it or remember hearing it from a couple years ago, you'll never believe her as a Minnesotan again. I mean, just thick. <laughs> okay. By a show of hands, how many of you have a steady job? These are third graders, guys. It's August. Here. Okay, there's new listener rewards. Woo! You can enter to win gift cards to Spy House Coffee and Cub Foods. You could win tickets to the Minnesota State Fair. You could get a new My Talk State Fair t-shirt. There's lots of stuff up for grabs, but you got to get registered for rewards if you're not already. And then listen on the stream or the app and enter to win. Yeah, you can uh, go to mytalk1071.com. See everything up for grabs and our listener rewards. You can also check it out right there on the app. So download it right there on your phone if you haven't already. Done it. Uh, when we come back, we will try to hear actual audio of Donna with a thick New Jersey accent. Rude. It will make you laugh. Also, good news for Ashley Judd after that really scary situation that's coming up next.